0: Hello friends, welcome to the Project Transformation Podcast. My name is Valerie and I'm a health coach. I help overworked women transform their lifestyles and gain true health with a tribe so that they don't feel completely alone in their wellness journey. This podcast is about helping you explore all areas of your lifestyle and bringing them into alignment. I'll cover a lot of different topics that will help you better understand and evaluate yourself and your lifestyle. I want to show you that you deserve to be living your best life now and that there are so many ways to start doing that. I want to share what's working for me and what I believe is worth trying. Before we get started, I want to invite you to join my tribe, join my community. You can do that by enrolling in my Journey to Transformation program. In my tribe, in this program, we talk about becoming our best selves now. You will get the support you need to finally get healthy, lose weight, you will gain a better relationship with food, you will learn to love moving your body, and you will work towards finding true fulfillment in your life. All this while being supported on their journey by me, your coach, and your fellow team members. I want you to feel good about yourself. I want you to feel good in your skin. And this program will be exactly what you need to start working through all areas of your life in order to become the person that you are meant to be. Stay tuned till the end of this episode to get more details about the program. I really just want to support you in any way that I can, and this journey is my gift to you and the greater good. With that said, enjoy the episode. Hello, friends today i have an amazing episode for you it is my first interview episode and i talk to my amazing cousin one of my favorite people on this earth emmy Georges. she is a life coach and she specializes in self-love self-worth and feeling good about yourself she shares her story and how she uses her experiences to help others she hosts workshops and coaches one on one. She also teaches these amazing dance classes in which women wear heels and have the opportunity to explore their sexy side, as well as talk about self love and confidence. She has a podcast for Haitian women, and she is so passionate about what she does. And it shows. We have an amazing conversation. About loving yourself and taking action to live your best life. There's so much goodness in this episode, and I can't wait for you to hear it. So, without further ado, an interview with Emmy Jolge.
1: Hello, Emmy. Thank you for joining me today. Hi, Val. Thank you so much for having me. I've been looking forward to it for a very long time.
0: Yeah, I've been wanting to do this for so long. I cannot wait to talk to you.
1: Yeah, I can't wait either. Especially, you know, talking about coaching and what we do and what I do. I'm very passionate about my work. So it's always exciting to talk about it, to share um, what I've learned throughout these years and, you know, give all the advice I can um, about life since I'm a life coach.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so how about we start with your story? Self love. How did you find it and realize that that's what you wanted to focus on?
1: Well, um, ten years ago, 2012, I was diagnosed with depression, and the you know the, the the psychiatrist he was like, you need to take some you know pills. They will help you. But at the time, I did not know much about mental health. So, coming from a Haitian household where we don't talk about um, mental health, that scared the hell out of me, you know, talking about pills. And now I have a different way, like, I don't see it in the same way because I know more and I know better. And I do know that pills are here for a reason and that they help. But at the time, I was very scared. Um, I didn't know what that meant, you know. And again, coming from a Haitian household you know taking pills mean you're crazy and you know those are things that I had to you know unlearn but at the time as I said I didn't know much so I ran back home to Haiti um, back to my family's house and it was a very difficult time for me because yes I was depressed but also it was my last year of college and you know talking to my friends from high school talking to my friends from college about graduation I really felt like you know I, I I lost a lot of confidence because I was like it's just one year why can't you push through you know and also the reason why I was depressed was because of a boy so again I felt <laughs> I felt definitely ridiculous for feeling like this just because of a of, of heartbreak. And yeah, I went back to Haiti. I didn't have many friends at the time. So I had a lot of time to think. I had a lot of time to reflect. And journaling was definitely something that I always did. So I started journaling a lot. And the first thing that I realized is that I did not know who I was. I was just like a robot you know I was supposed to go to college I was supposed to do certain things and I just I was just doing them but I didn't really know what I believed in I didn't really know myself the things that I wanted the things that I needed to be motivated and it was just a lot of writing but I would say that the first thing that made me fall in love with myself slash with life is my cousin our cousin Estelle because she was my roommate at the time we shared a room at my parents' house and because i was so sad all the time you know when i just got there she was like you're gonna do an exercise for me every night you're gonna write 10 thin things you're grateful about things that are around you things in the environment things about yourself um just find thin things and i was like this is impossible like my life sucks you know um there's nothing you know I'm here I didn't finish school I I'm heartbroken at the time I had gained a little bit of weight so I was like girl there's nothing and she was like try it and that became addictive you know the first day it was hard to find 10 things but then every day it got easier and easier and I fall back and I fell back up in love with life So, you know, with the writing and the the discovering myself and really taking care of me in every way, whether it's my body, my mind, my spirit, it really helped me and it became uh, loving myself became my number one passion, taking care of me. And it did so much for me. I always say this, self-love saved my life. It did so much for me that I... I wanted to share it with other people. I wanted to share the power of self-love with other people. I could say much more about this story because it's a long one. It's 10 years. This journey is 10 years old now. But that's pretty much it. It's just pushing through depression, um, using self-love, using my own resources um, to help me get out of it, basically. That's awesome. That's
0: beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Of course, of course. Um, so then how did that translate into you becoming
1: a coach? So um, 10 years ago, let's say when I started finding myself again, one thing that I love doing is dancing. Dancing has always been, had always been part of my life. So, I started dancing again, and I created the love your body um dance class. But the way that it happened is just that one of my one of my closest friends came to me telling me about how they felt self conscious you know when they were being intimate with their partner, and that it wasn't the partner's fault it's just that she didn't feel. Okay in our own body being intimate and this is someone that she you loved they're actually married now with three kids, but she really didn't feel at ease and I always felt really good in my body. so I was like, you know what? you should come over, we'll do a class. I had no idea what I was talking about. So it was Friday after work. She came over, but she didn't come alone. She came with like three other girls that I didn't really know. And she's like, We're here for the class. And I'm like, uh, what class? So what I did is obviously I got some alcohol. <laughs> so we got a glass of wine and we started talking about being, you know, womanhood, about, you know, body confidence, body acceptance, the struggle that comes with being a woman um in Haiti. Where, you know, all people talk about is weight. Our parents, my mom, is always on a diet. I've always been on a diet. So we started talking about these things. Then we danced. And it was great. And the Friday, the following Friday, they came. But instead of being three girls, there were five. Until there were ten. And my mom kicked us out. And I had to get a place. It wasn't for money. I think I was turning five dollars at the time just to buy the booze. And it just became this 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 concept, the love your body dance class concept, where there was always the talking part because before we dance, as I said, we always chat for thirty minutes, and whenever I would ask people to send me a review or you know what they thought about the class, they always mentioned that little part, the talking, the sharing part. And I realized that, oh, my God, I am good at this. People are actually enjoying this particular part because I knew I was a good dancer. I knew I was a good te- dance teacher already. But that part is really the people that who attended the class that made me realize, oh, my God, I can do this. I can share. Um, I can motivate people. I can uplift people. I can empower people because those were the words they used me every single review I got, you know? Thank you for empowering me. Thank you for making me feel so good. Thank you for your motivation. And I was like, okay, there's gotta be something, uh, a career linked to that. And at the time I was working in project management. I was pretty happy with it, but obviously it was just a job. And your aunt, actually, um, that's usual. my aunt, but also my, um, I would say my professional mentor, you know out of the blue she called me she was like girl I found the name of the career you're looking for and I'm like what is it she goes life coaching it's called life coaching I sent you a couple of links go look it up and that's how I went and looked it up and did the certification but that was in 2018 so from 2012 to 2018 I was still doing the love your body dance class And what I called conversation about self-care, which were like meetups with friends, with girls, not friends, with women um, from 21 to 35 at the time, where we, no, 21 to 45, where we we would just talk about self-care and self-love and stuff like that. But I wasn't a coach back then. I only got the certification um, six years later. And yeah, so I've been a certified life coach for um, four years. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so okay. It's so it's really like a life story. I always say coaching chose me. I did not pick that as a career, it just happened.
0: Yeah, I totally understand that. I had the same experience with health coaching. So it's it's really great. You've been an inspiring to me this whole journey. So I really want to thank you for all of your support support, and how awesome you are and how awesome you're doing.
1: And I just want to say to you that I'm so proud of you because um, pulling from our own str- struggle and story to actually grow and learn and be better and do better and continue working on ourselves is beautiful because... I think we are the best teachers. To we can be the best teachers to ourselves. We can be the best healers for ourselves because we we know our our stories better than anyone. So you you know with health coaching, when you told me that's what you were gonna do, I was like, yeah, bingo. It just it just made sense for me. But I suppose your audience already knows your story. So <laughs> but yeah, for me it was definitely. Um, something that made sense because I obviously I have a podcast too (laughs) Mm -hmm. I really believe in storytelling and and really um, grow because of these stories yeah
0: that's awesome that's awesome so my next question for you would be we've talked about how self confidence self love is so important to you could you talk a little more about what that actually means, how someone finds that, how someone becomes confident, sees themselves as worthy, all that stuff? So, I was actually
1: dreading that question <laughs> <laughs> because it's a big one, but I'll try my best. Um, the first thing is we need to know the difference between self confident and self-worth and self-love. These are separate things and so i would put self-love and self-worth in the same basket but self-confidence is something else and i don't necessarily focus on self-confidence because um self-confidence is dynamic it's not something that is just there and should be there all the time i am confident about doing a podcast with you because i've been doing that for four years but i'm not confident Um, I don't know, speaking English live in front of people because that's not my first language and my accent comes out more when I'm nervous. So I'm not confident about that. If you told me let's do the podcast in Creole, I would be more confident. So for me, self-confidence varies depending on the context, depending on the experience. So I don't really focus on that. I believe in... Believing yourself so much that you believe that you can learn to do something and fail and get back up and do it over and over so that you can become confident. You know what I mean? I so that's that was one portion of the of the question. And then when it comes to self love, I think honestly, it's 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 a big question because I believe it starts with childhood. And many times people come to me, and I send them to see a therapist. I believe in therapy a lot. And I had the pleasure because you know, in in Port-au-Prince we're a pretty small community, so I had the pleasure to work with many therapists throughout my um, those three those last three years, four years. And many times I had to tell people, listen, this is not my scope of work. This is too much. This is rooted in deep, deep, deep trauma. Um, you need to seek um, help from a from a, a therapist, from a, someone with a psychology doctorate or something, because it's something that is huge, and sometimes it is definitely rooted in in the past. And as a coach, I don't. My coaching method is that I don't focus too much on the past. I can pull from the past and learn, you know, look at behaviors, patterns, but I don't stay stuck on it. And sometimes with these clients, you need to stay on the whole childhood um, era because that's where it started. They started lacking self-confidence, self-esteem and self-love, self-worth from a very, very young age. So that's one. But I mostly work with people who lose their self-esteem after um, uh, uh, after trauma, like um, I worked a lot with people who are molested, women who are molested, sexual abused. I work with people who um, gain a lot of weight <laughs> because of some kind of depression, or you know, because they, they they are just like that and they can't lose the weight. And I I te- I, I help them learn how to love their bodies, accept their bodies. Um, I work a lot with people who lose confidence after a breakup. So, for that part, it's really very simple. I I I, do, I developed a me- methodology, and first step is getting to know yourself. Self awareness always, self awareness and self acceptance are definitely the number one thing that I focus on. It's important to. Know who you are before you can change, before you can do the things that you really want, before you can reach those goals that you have. You need to know what you really believe in, why you're doing this. Don't say, I want to lose weight because people are telling me I'm too fat. No, it's got to come from you. Do you feel like you are overweight? Do you feel uncomfortable in your body? Do you feel like it's affecting your health? I don't help people who don't have a strong why. So if you wanna be, if you wanna love yourself, you have to decide to be drastically honest with yourself, to be self-aware, to spend time with yourself, to accept your reality, whatever you're living in, um, whatever you're living in your life right now, that's your life, and it starts from there. And obviously, you know, I could go on and on because there are specific tools that I use for self-awareness and self-acceptance. But really, it starts there. And then I move on to boundaries. Definitely. This is something that helped me. Um, people don't know how to say no. People don't know how to give people their limit. Don't We have to understand that many of the things we think about ourselves are projections or other people's projections. I don't know if you agree with me, but many times, all this stress that we're putting on ourselves is not because of things that we really believe. It's because of we compare ourselves. It's because of social media. It's because of our parents. It's because of our families, our coworkers. So at some point, you have to learn to put boundaries up so that people don't come at you with their comments. They don't come at you with their energy. They don't come at you with their opinions when you don't ask them for their opinions and that's part of loving yourself and deciding that this is my life so i know better i know what i need i know what i want i know what i need to do i'm i trust myself enough to know what i need so please take a step back i don't need you around me right now and you know that's a very broad and you know way to explain what boundaries are but you know, I really think boundaries are, are something that um, people should definitely implement into their, their self-love practice. Um, the next step would be, I'm trying to think because I actually have a course. <laughs> um, I The third step would be self-care. Um, that is a big one for me. Some people say I'm anal, but it helped me. I take care of me more than I take care of anything in the world. I take care of my well-being every day all the time 24 7 and that's what self-love is about really and when I ask people why is it so easy to take care of the people we love but it's so hard to take care of ourselves when I talk about this relationship with self I compare it to any other relationship so to go back to what I was saying earlier when you love someone right first of all you gotta get to know them to be able to say you love them you gotta get to know them, you gotta know them. Second, you have to accept them. When you love someone, you love them flaws and all. Nobody's perfect. So you love your family, you love your 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 mom. She's not perfect, but you love her anyway. So it's the same thing. And boundaries, we all need to have some kind of rules in relationships. If we take um really, um how do you say that? Romantic relationships, there are rules that we decide together. What is cheating for you? What is are we going to be um polyamorous are we going to be i can't say that word in english monogamous monogamous um so honestly for me i the first thing i tell people is think about any relationship with the people that you love pick one your kid your husband your wife your sister do you give that same love to yourself And that's how I was able to work on that course and actually write a full course about that. So we said getting to know yourself, um, we said self-acceptance, we said boundaries, self-care, and then trust. Can you be in a relationship with someone that you don't trust? So it's learning to trust yourself. And that's where self-confidence happens. Is because rationally, I know that I'm experiencing this. Rationally, I know that I thought about this. Rationally, I thought I asked the help that I needed. I am ready. I have all the resources that I need. So I can go into that venture. I can start this project because I trust myself. Because I did the work so that I can be here and do this thing that I need to do. So that's trust. And then the last point of my course is what I call inspired action. I believe people should live a mindful life why I believe people should take action for things that matter to them and that you know nothing will happen you talk about it all the time there's no transformation without action it's not about my yes you know I'm talking a lot about um all these big words theories things that you can find in any books really I didn't invent the like I, I didn't reinvent the wheel maybe I said it differently but I'm sure everything I just said You can find it in a book. You can find it in any life. Maybe not like that, but it exists already. The real deal is you need to act. So once I help the client, you know, give them tools and stuff like that about all all these things that we talked about, like boundaries and such. But I focus on action. You love yourself. You want to make yourself proud. You want to go to bed every day thinking I did my best. Then you need to take action. And self-love is that. Every night when I go to bed, I'm like, high five. If I can't do high five, then I failed. Because many, many things in our lives are only going to happen if we take action. Not if other people take action. Not if the situation is the right one. Not if the environment is the right one. But really, if we decide to take action. So that was a lot of talking. I hope you got what i meant but really this is how i view self-love in general
0: (laughs) oh no it's beautiful it's beautiful i love it um so to me this sounds like a mindset problem and a mindset possibility that you can fix um i like to talk about mindset a lot because you can't do anything if your head's not in the game But I would love to hear your thoughts On how mindset plays that role
1: Um, I have to say that my Earlier you asked about self-worth And I kind of like focused on the whole self-love thing And self-esteem thing But for me self-worth is a big part of my own personal practice because it is linked to my spirituality. I literally believe that I'm a divine being, that I'm a powerful force. And I think I pull a lot from that belief that I have. And it's not for everyone, but for me, that's what helps me, is that I know I am special. I know I am unique, I know I am on this planet, on this earth, for a reason. I know I am meant to do special things because I wouldn't be here. Whatever that thing is, I know that I'm here. My time is here is precious. I believe life is a gift and that every second, every day is a gift that I should not waste. So this mindset or that belief or that faith, how you ever, however you want to call it, that I have makes me believe that I can do anything if I really want to. So do I wake up with a negative mindset on some days? Definitely. Do I struggle to get out of bed on some days? Definitely. But you know why? Because I don't try hard enough. So for me, mindset is just deciding that you have that power and using it. Because it's it's like a drug. And I'm sure you've experienced that. How many times you don't want to go to the gym and then you force yourself to get up and you start, and you start those stretches, and your, your face, I was going to say, in your face is mad, you're mad, you know, people are not even talking to you at the gym, because you look so pissed, and so angry, but then, after 20 minutes, you're, you're happy, you're doing it, and you're proud of yourself, because you're doing it, so, once you start, and it's, towards an inspired action, something that you want to do, something that you should do, something that you have the responsibility to do, then it, it will become easier to continue. But first thing, you have to believe that you have that power to get up. You have that power to get out of that hole, no matter what is going on. You have that power because it's all in the head. It's all in the mind and you can control it. As a human being, that is the superpower that you have is to be able to control that mind of yours. So it's more of a, of a of a belief for me. And my mindset, I change it all the time. Two weeks ago, I was, I'm, I won't say depressed because depressed is a big word and it's something serious, but I was very down. I just moved to a new city. I'm in a long-distance relationship. My kid is not with me. My family is not with me. I spent a week eating out, eating, spending a lot of money on Uber Eats, um, My house was dirty as hell I was just down And I let myself be down But the minute I decided I've had enough I got up I started planning my days differently I started, again, practicing self-care Because once I go there, then I feel better I go to self-care, what can I do? Because I know me What do I need to feel good? Is it yoga? For me, it is yoga. It is meditation. Is it eating better? And just a little story, I've never cooked for myself in my life. Maybe a really long time ago. And every time I had to cook in the last couple of um, weeks, I was always angry. And it would be like one salad, you know? Or I would just eat out and feel like crap every time I would eat these burgers. But on Sunday, I woke up and I said, "I'm cooking for myself, and I'm cooking for the whole week." Cause then nobody' gonna cook every day. And I cooked with love for the first time, and I cooked all day, and I cooked meals for the whole week. Do I love cooking? Nope. Why was it fun? Because I decided in my mind that this was gonna be a good experience. That I'm cooking for myself. That I'm cooking nutritious healthy food for my well-being, and that it's going to be great. And only that changed the game for me. If I'm down next week and I have to cook, it might be a whole different experience. It's all about mindset, deciding how you want things to be, deciding how you want your mind to operate. You, I really believe that we have that power.
0: Beautiful, (laughs) beautiful. I love it. Um, so now I'm going to kind of transition into how some s- concrete stuff people can do. Um, I'm big on lifestyle, habits, routines, making sure that you put into... We already talked about taking action steps, but really figuring out what your lifestyle is, how, what you can actually do to get to where you want to be. Cause I'm all about living your ideal life now, mm-hmm. so just your
1: thoughts around that. Um, I think it's important to know to know where you're at and what you can do with what you have. Um, I'm again, I'm on. T- I'm I'm all about taking action right here, right now. So it's not about waiting to gather all the resources but what can I do right now and I believe in small steps rather than looking at the whole staircase I always look at you know when people tell me how do you you know how do you clean for example I don't clean the whole house I don't plan to clean the whole house I just clean one thing at a time sometimes it's just going to be this desk sometimes it's going to be the whole room sometimes it's going to be half of the dishes I don't think about all the things that I need to do I just take it one step at a time and I have a clear plan. So I tell people, work on a plan. You want to get to this life. What is the plan? But starting with the resources that you have, one step at a time, one day at a time. Um, Obviously those those are for like clear goals and and objectives, but when it comes to real change in, in our lives, you mentioned it yourself. I definitely believe in habits and routines and um, behaviors. Those are what, those are the things that make our life. is all these little habits, those routines, the way that we manage our time. So there are many things that are very practical that I um, teach my clients, like how to manage your time, how to set up a routine that works for you with the reality that you have. Because you as a single mom, your reality is not going to be the same as someone who's in college and who doesn't have kids yet or someone who works two jobs or someone who actually is a stay-at-home mom. These are different realities. So it's important to know your reality and know what you need to get to the next level. But I don't, I'm not big on like big life plans. I'm on what is not working right now. What do you want right now? Like short term. And How can you get to it little by little? When someone comes to me with a big goal, I always try to break it down in tiny, 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 tiny goals so that they can feel like they have small wins every day so that they can feel empowered and so that they can take bigger steps along the way. So I really believe in taking small steps until you're able, you have more confidence, more motivation to take the the bigger steps. Um, So I said time management, routine, habits. Um, And then I believe definitely self-awareness. My coaching method always has a journaling component. You cannot change your life. You cannot change a behavior if you don't know it's there, if you don't know there's a problem. The doctor won't give you medicine if they don't know what's wrong with you. So you need to sit down and reflect and say, okay, what is it about my life that I don't like? What is it about my life that needs to change? What habit do I have that makes me feel good, or what habits do I have that are definitely self-sabotaging? So definitely, that's a big one for me. Self, you know, reflection, um, self-diagnosis, journaling. And what else? <laughs> There's I mean it really depends on the client and what the client is looking for, what the person what the goal is. But overall it always starts with what what's going on, what is your life like life like, what is it that you wanna change, and now we're gonna figure out how we're gonna change it with the, the resources with the things that you have right here, right now, so that you can start acting on these dreams, on these goals right away, basically. But I agree with you about um, when it comes to routines and habits. I'm really, really big on on these two. Yeah,
0: awesome, awesome, because they are super important. You can't change your life without it, for sure. Exactly,
1: yep. yep. Um,
0: I want to know what you would tell that person Who is listening to this, but is scared. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know the first steps. Is this going to be difficult? Harder than what I'm experiencing now? Is it worth it? Am I strong enough? Can I do this? What do you tell that person?
1: I'm going to say something. I'm a tough coach, Val. I would say fear is an emotion. Get over it. Let's talk about your reality. That's what I would start with saying because fear is just emotion. Now, if we sit down and we talk about the real, think about your reality. How many times, listen, we always feel down and we feel like it's the end of the world, but when we really think about it, it's not the first time. How many times, come on, you and I, how many times have you felt like it was the end for you? And you are today, you're a health coach, you have a podcast, me? I, I can't even imagine my life right now because of how many times, how many heartbreaks. Hello, I'm the queen of heartbreaks. Um, how many failed relationships, how many um, careers. I, I, I'm an I'm a elementary teacher um, major. That's what I studied. Okay, that's what I thought I was going to be. I live in Canada. I thought I was going to live in Haiti. And living Haiti was like, you know, shooting me with a big fat bullet. But here I am doing what I got to do with the resources that I have. So it's always think about the fact that we always get out of this this dark room at the end of it. Nothing stays the, stays the same forever. So we've done it before, maybe without guidance. But now that all these resources are there, I'm there, you're there, so many other coaches, books, podcasts, there are... Resources to help you get out of this this stage of fear, not knowing what to do. But the fear, the fear is in again talking about mindset. The fear is not something that is real because you're scared of something that has not happened yet. And if something has not happened yet, this thing is not real. And as a coach, I'm um, again. I think I said that word many, many times on that episode. Reality. Focus on your reality. Focus on the steps to take. Don't focus on, you know, how I'm. is it worth it? If you want to do it, if it matters to you, and that's why at the beginning I told you, when people want to make a change, the why has to be big. My why is that I want to be well. I want to be happy. I want it bad. So I know it is worth it. And yes, I'm going to fall. Get back up, fall again, get back up. Fall. But at the end of the day, I know it is worth it because in my heart, this is what I want. So if you know clearly, that person listening knows that they want the change, knows that they need the change, then they just need to focus on the first step. They just need a plan. They just they just need help. Sometimes people can do it by them can do it by themselves. That's why we have a job. Val, if you need help, then seek for help. But being able to do it, I, I, there's no doubt that you can. And fear is just something that fears the devil. <laughs> so get rid of fear because fear is not real. you know that's that's really what I would say. And I always take on the challenge. I'm like, okay, tell me your situation. Pen paper, let's go. This fear that you have, what what is it really about? You're just scared of something that, you, am I going to fail? I don't know. I don't even know if you're going to fail. But how are you going to know if you don't start doing? So that's, that's, that's my take on it.
0: <laughs> this has been a beautiful
1: conversation. Thank you so much for this. Thank you so much for having me. You know how passionate I am about this.
0: Oh, I do. I do. Any final thoughts, anything you want to share with us? How can we find you?
1: I mean, I would tell people really give it a try. I Val, do you offer like a a discovery call, like a call where people can actually ask questions? Yes, you I do. That? Yes, so, I do most coaches to do that. If you feel like you need a change, whether it's um related to your health, whether it's related to anything in your life, it doesn't kill to call to write, just to ask questions. If you come to me and I can't help, I'll be like, yo, you need to go see Val or somebody else or you need a therapist or I'm sorry, I can't help you. But if you feel like you're stuck, but you you feel in your heart that you need a change, make that call, seek for help because this is your life and no one is going to come save you. If you're grown up, the traumas, mom, dad, the family. yep, Okay, they're responsible for it. But as a grown-up, you're responsible to make that change, to be better, to heal, to work on yourself. That's no one's responsibility. So make that call, seek for help. Okay. Um, and to find me, I'm on mostly on Instagram. Is at Emmanuel. Um, I I suppose you will write it, Val. I will. It's at Emmanuel underscore George without the S. And yeah, I'm on Instagram and I'm available for any questions, any support, whatever it is that you people might need. I love doing what I do. So I'm always open to to a conversation anyway. Awesome, awesome. Well,
0: it's been great. Um, I'm sure people got a lot out of this. Um, (laughs) You've said so much valuable things and like, I feel better for for listening to you talking. So, again, thank you so much for being here. Um, we love you. I love you. So, thank you. I love you too,
1: cuz. And I hope to come back soon.
0: Awesome. Definitely, definitely we have you back. All right. Thank you. What a beautiful conversation. My cousin Emmy is so passionate and I would just enjoy talking to her. We talked about self worth, confidence, and how to love yourself. I hope that you found some inspiration in this episode and you find the courage to start making good on the promises you make to yourself. If you need any support, you can contact me or Emmy and we can help you get started on your journey. Friends, I want to invite you to join my Facebook group, My Community. In this group, we talk about health and living our best life now. I'm so excited for you to join this community so that we can really get this conversation started. And if you haven't yet, take my lifestyle assessment. It's a quiz I created to help you decide if you're living your best life now or if you need to start making changes towards a better life. Both of those links are in the show notes. Always remember, you are capable of amazing things and you are worthy of your wildest dreams. Until next time. Before I let you go, I'd like to talk a little bit about my Journey to Transformation program. I am so excited about this program because it is my opportunity to support you directly and create a strong tribe of women who are supporting each other, holding each other accountable, moving through hardship together, and celebrating all of our wins. I love this course. I put a lot of work into it to make sure it's the perfect resource to help you completely transform your life and create a healthy lifestyle. I poured my soul into it because I know that it is exactly what you need to start living your ideal life now. I want you to start feeling good I want you to feel good mind, body, soul. I want you to have a career that you love. I want you to have relationships that fulfill you. I want you to just feel good in your body and healthy. This course covers everything that you need to truly explore all areas of your life so that they are in alignment with your ideal life. So what do I mean? I want you to start feeling good mind body soul I want you fulfilled by your job your relationships I want you eating a healthy diet and enjoying moving your body I want you to at least think about your spirituality talk about how you can get healthier and leave behind the medical system you may not be where you want to be in all areas of your life but the goal is to be working towards them so that you are living your ideal life. The act of working towards your ideal life alone will make you happier than standing still and not doing anything new right now. It's time to accept the journey and start living the way that you had always dreamed you would. So what's my offer? Over 50 lessons? Workbooks for journaling for each lesson? A private Facebook group, our tribe, where we will support each other in every way, talk about wins, dissect issues, get over plateaus, everything that we need to really support each other. And I will be available whenever needed because I really want to make sure that you guys feel supported in this process. I am so proud of this program and I cannot wait for you to experience it. So I have to ask you. Are you tired of feeling uncomfortable in your body? Do you need to lose weight? Do you feel like the medical system is failing you and you need to get healthier naturally? Do you need people to lean on and cheer you on to really get this journey started? Are you ready to take action, but you don't know what to do next? If you answered yes to any of these questions, This program is right for you, and I cannot wait to talk about it with you. You'll find more information in my show notes, and feel free to contact me with any questions that you may have. I am so excited to start this journey with you, and I cannot wait to see the person that you become at the end. Always remember, you are capable of amazing things, and you are worthy of your wildest dreams. Until next time!